It's Positive Spark Plug time, and I'm your host, Candace, and I am so excited for today, for I have such a wonderful, impactful woman on this show, Jennifer Sangster, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear her journey, for I first met Jen back when I was coaching at the old gym that I was at, and she was coming in just doing boot camps, working on her health journey, and she is now a personal trainer, a fitness coach, a health and wellness coach herself, creating massive impact and changing the lives of of those who she comes in contact with and I am so excited for you guys to hear her story. She is so real, raw and honest and she truly shares some great insights and information for you guys to truly make the most out of your own journey. So let's get to it. Understand where I'm coming from type thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so for, uh, for me, I do, hey Jen, thanks for showing up on the Positive Sparks Plug podcast. I am so excited to have you. I am excited to hear about your journey, learn more about it because I have seen you first as someone just working throughout their journey to now working alongside of you as a coach. And I just want to dive deep into that whole middle section from where you started to where you are now. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm really, really pumped for today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited as well. Uh, So to begin, my first question, I started since uh, this whole lockdown the very first one started, uh, just to have some fun, is what are your three favorite emojis or the three emojis that best describe you and why? Um, I don't know if I, I, I guess these are my favorite because they're one, the ones that I use the most. Um, so the ones I use the most are the smiley face with the sunglasses. Nice. Um, because I like to say cool a lot. That's cool. <laughs> Be cool. I, like it. Um, I also use the one with the hearts around the face because um, I just feel like that shows some care, consideration, love, spreading love, spreading joy. Um, and then my last one that I use the most is probably the sweaty red face one. <laughs> and that's because um i enjoy working out i enjoy getting a good pump on and so i often use that emoji to describe my workouts um yeah so i would say that's the ones i use the most so i guess they're my favorite (laughs) i love it i love it those are awesome um so i want to begin at the start of your journey because when i first met you you were coming to the gym that i was coaching at you were doing, you were coming with a bunch of girls, you were on your own journey, and now you're a coach. But I want to first talk about the journey and what made you pivot to start wanting to look after your health, to take on the journey of uh, health and wellness and, and becoming a better version of yourself. Well, I was, I started in a place of feeling very, um, 
kind of stuck. I had, you know, I have two children. We were, um, that we're a family of four. We were very busy all the time with the kids. Um, they were in a lot of sports, a lot of different things. Um, so we were constantly bringing them here, there, everywhere. And I feel like I kind of lost myself and, um, you know, in my own wellness, I wasn't taking care of me. And I, I had in the past really enjoyed fitness. It was a passion of mine at one time. Um, and, you know, eating healthy was also something that I had really um, tried to incorporate into my life and just having me time, things like that. And I had kind of lost all of that just along the way. And it was it was nobody's fault, nobody to blame. It's just something that kind of happened in my life. And then I started to feel very, like I said, stuck, very alone. Even though I was living with my family, I felt very alone. Um, yeah. I started to feel depressed. I started to get a lot of anxiety. And the anxiety was all around my health. Um, I was always feeling fear that I was going to get sick or that I was going to get something some type of disease, like just a lot of anxiety around that. And I finally just said, okay, I need to take care of me and I need to figure out how to do that. And so um, my first step for that was to actually um, go with a few friends to the gym where you were actually working at. Um, yeah. And that was kind of my first step, like just going out of my comfort zone, trying something new, going with a couple people obviously helped. Um, and then from there, I just started to slowly build more of those healthy habits. Um, and I started with small goals. So I would just tell myself things like, um, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, twice this week. And, yeah. and so I would just kind of like slowly built it, slowly built it up, um, till I was doing more and incorporating more things and, you know, starting to love myself more and starting to care for myself more and realizing that I could push my limits and that it's okay to take care of myself and to, you know, to have that time for me. Yes, there's so much I want to unpack there. Um, I think I, I, I'm not a mom, but I think a lot of moms do, like you say, it's, it's nobody's fault. It's, I believe it's just a natural thing for a mom to do is to just absorb herself in that role of being a mom. It, it, you, you guys do phenomenal things for your kids, right? And I, I wanna, I wanna unpack that a little bit. As you started to realize that you needed to put yourself in the picture, you needed to start putting yourself first a little bit. How did that change your dynamic with your family? Um, well, it did change things a little bit. Um, I think it took a lot of communication in the beginning, um, just so that the kids could understand um, where I was coming from. Um, I was very transparent with them, um, very honest in how I was feeling, what I was going through, um, and that I needed this. And they were very supportive. I think that it's really important to, you know, share and be open about what's going on um, so that they can understand why you need this time away or you need this time to yourself. Um, and then, yeah, when, when I was able to share that, be honest, be open, transparent, then obviously they were like, okay, we want this for you too, right? Because um, they didn't want me feeling badly about myself either, right? And, and, and I think it's, 
you know, helped them in a way too to realize that it's okay to struggle, that people do struggle, you know, that they can get through different things, that they can be honest and open about what they're going through. Um, so it has helped in that way with my family because I think before that we were kind of very shut in about how we were feeling um, about the struggles we were having. We were, we were kind of hiding those things. And now I feel yeah. like we don't do that anymore. We're like pretty honest with each other. And even if we're, we might struggle with something for a few days or a week or something, we can also see it within each other. So we're like, okay, what's going on? You know, yes. <laughs> what's wrong? Do you need something, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's opened us up a lot, I think, as a family to each other to being more honest. I like how that. we're doing and how we're feeling. That's so good. And I've, I've noticed now, I don't know beforehand if Mike is going to a different gym, but I have noticed now he started being at this gym. And I can just imagine how nice that feels that he's, he's, you know, doing the journey, not saying that he's ever against you doing the journey, but I know it's always nice when your partner is there alongside of you and, and also, you know, putting themselves first because, you know, I know you guys take turns doing your own sessions, your own workouts, and then he takes care of the kids or watches them and then you do it. And I, I can just imagine how how much that has just brought your guys' relationship together too because it's just a new connection for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know what, though? It wasn't always like that. And this is something that I do like to talk to people about as well because um, he didn't kind of uh, – join the gym or start taking better care of himself until I was probably about two years into my own journey. Okay. And so that, cause I never wanted to force anybody into things. Right. So, yep. um, because they, people have to want it for themselves or else, you know, or else it's not maintainable or sustainable. So I kind of, you know, would, you know, nudge a little bit support in any way that I could, but he, um, didn't start his own journey until I had already been in it for quite some time. And I, I find a lot of people will come to me and say, well, I don't have the support at home. It's really hard because I don't have the support at home. And I do get that. I do realize it can make it harder. Um, but also, if you're ready, you can do it. Um, and I'm not saying you don't need support, but I'm just saying um, don't always wait for that person. Don't always wait for that other person um, because you can do it. I want to dive into that because the next thing I wanted to talk about was support and and seeing if Mike was always kind of that person that was like, hey, you're doing it, okay, let's I'll join you. I was like right off the hop, or was he just like, yeah, do your thing, see you later? How and you really brought up a good point, especially spouses, because as a coach, one of the things that I I ask for my clients is to list their limiting factors. And I always have to tell them that it's okay if their spouse is one of them because sometimes it's just kids. And I'm not, and when I say it, I say it's not that we're going to be like, yeah, hit the road, you got to go. It's just, no, how can we work within this maybe limiting factor? And who knows? Hopefully he's like, wow, I'm seeing all these benefits. Look at my wife go. And then kind of trickles in, like you say, after some nudges and some support and love. He's like, I might want to do my own journey, but if not, it's okay because you are able to still work within your journey because you are ready. 
So right. I really, I, I really like that. So how, how important was it for you to understand that? Okay, Mike wasn't maybe ready to join the journey quite yet. How do I find support elsewhere within people that are like, hey, yeah, I, I will go to the gym with you when when you want to. Well. Obviously, the community that I was able to be a part of at the gym. Um, so I was a, I was very fortunate to meet a lot of amazing people, <laughs> including yourself, and I felt supported by by them and just being a part of a community. Um, that sense of belonging is huge um, for wanting to keep going and stay consistent because you, you know, you want to. You want to be with those people. You want to see them succeed and, and, and them see you succeed and, you know, share those successes, but then also have people to share those struggles with and yeah. um, to be like, yeah, I hear you, girl, or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I think it is important to, like, have support and have people that you can that you can go to or that you can lean on. Um, but you might not always find that at home right away. So, um, you know, finding that community, that thing that you want to be a part of, that you want to um, help build or help grow um, is important. Yeah. So within that community, you, you get a sense of like accountability. They're there to help you within all of that. And that is great. We need that. But when it really comes down to it, our self-accountability is really the biggest, biggest factor. So how did you start realizing within your journey that, you know what, sometimes your friends might book a class with you, but call and say, hey, I had a little too much wine last night, I can't go, and you're already maybe in the car or you're getting ready. How did you understand that, okay, no, I need to take self-accountability for myself and start putting it within your journey? No matter what, if your accountability partners might have fallen off the wagon a little bit, and you might have had to become the accountability partner. I think that that really goes alongside or aligns with discipline. Um, because I just, I, you know, it wasn't always about who's going to be there and, you know, are the people going to show up that said they're going to show up? It's about, am I going to show up? Um, so of course I want to see those people and I like, you know, being with those people, but it's more so about myself and feeling accountable to myself and showing up and having that discipline to get there, um, and have that time for myself, even if, you know, I don't have my friends with me or my family with me. Um, and I think just being strong and staying strong in that and, and committing, um, helped me to, to really become stronger minded, um, yes. helped me to, you know, try new things, um, helped me to go places by myself. Um, I used to be all about, you know, different celebrations or, um, you know, I'd have a friend having a, you know, a baby shower or something really important that I should be at. And because of my anxiety and things, I would bail. And now I never do things like that um, because I think I've just built that confidence up in myself, that discipline, that accountability, yeah. um, you know, that confidence to, to do those things. Um, and then it's okay to go places on your own. And 
you know, to be your own accountability partner sometimes. <laughs> yes, it's true. And I want to, it brings me to the next part. You mentioned when you were talking about your journey, you started small. How important is it for people that are wanting to start this health journey to start small, to not fight off more than they need to? Because as a coach, you'll notice people are like, I want to do this. And it's like 10 billion things. And you're like, okay, uh, yeah, we will get there, but let's start one thing. And for some people, narrowing down to such a small thing is hard because they're looking at such a big picture. How important is it for people to start small? And what were some of the small steps that you started to take that started to build that self-confidence, that, that self-awareness of, I can do this myself? Um, well, I, I was one of those people that was like, I want to lose umpteen <laughs> amounts of weight in 30 days. <laughs> so I, I totally get where people are coming from because, you know, they want to make that change and they're passionate about wanting to make that change and they're excited or they're eager or whatever, or they're, they're not feeling good about themselves, which is another yeah. thing. Um, so I totally get that. And I totally get, you know, wanting things to happen fast. And, um, and I, I just, I just kind of, kind of always tell people like, um, I, I kind of go back to my experience again, where it's like, it takes a little while for your body to understand, for your mind to, to adjust, um, you know, taking small steps is going to help you to maintain this for a longer period yeah. of time, because, you know, if you're, you're going too hard and almost too disciplined or too restricted, then it's a lot easier to fail. Yeah. Um, so I just found that if I took it slow, so what I started with was a consistent workout schedule. Okay. Um, and it doesn't have to be that. It can be yeah. something different. Um, so I started with a consistent workout schedule. Um, like I said, I'm making this goal of two days a week, built up from there, three days, four days. Um, and then I looked at my nutrition. So after kind of being in a little bit of a, a good, um, consistent um, pattern, well, workouts, yeah. I started to look more closely at my food. Okay, what am I eating? How am I planning? Um, you know, and doing those little things. And then I start to, started to build that in more. Um, plant making meal plans, prepping food. Um, so I just, I slowly brought things into it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be whatever way makes sense to you. Um, but then just to slowly build that in, then I started to spend a little bit more time with friends um, instead nice. of staying home so much. Um, Cause I had become a really, really big homebody, which wasn't like me before. I was very social person, but I had kind of made myself become that. So I started yeah. to reach out to friends more, go to more events um, and things like that. So yeah, like slowly over time, um, built different healthier habits into my life. And I just found for me anyways, that um, really helped me to go slow in that process. And there's still times like, there's still times where like, Oh, I wish this would happen like that. Like I just <laughs> want it to happen like that. And then I have to remind myself, okay, this doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Um, you know, I even, I have my, I got my tattoo that means over time, not overnight to remind myself 
that things don't happen in a flash. You know, yeah. there's a process to everything. Um, and you have to trust that process. Yes, yes. How, within that process, it, we have this space that is between our ears that really likes to get in our way. And it likes to try and tell us things, and it certainly likes to come up with stories or hold on to stories that may or may not be true. How did you, within your journey, start within your mind changing the story that was playing? I like to say we have a reel that plays in our mind. We have like a subconscious one and like a conscious one, and the subconscious always loops into the conscious one. And every now and then, the conscious one just kind of replays, and that's when we're really conscious within life. But then that subconscious one kind of tangles back in, and I find that's when we go back into like that autopilot, that routine, that that negative voice. How did you start rewiring or rewriting your story within your mind to to help with those small steps? It takes a lot of reminders. It really does. It takes a lot of self awareness. Um, a lot of reminders, a lot of reflection. Um, curiosity is a huge one. Um, so being curious about your thoughts. Why are you having these thoughts? Um, questioning, questioning yourself. That comes from the curiosity, wondering, you know, reflecting. Um, and I have little strategies that I have that I have for myself too, you know, like um, not only just like asking myself questions and being self-aware, but like, you know, um, like what you're talking about for me is something is like, you know, the mind playing tricks on you. So sometimes yeah. you like, you know, your mind is just playing tricks on you. Or, you know, just those little reminders or little cues to be like, snap out of it, you know, yeah. um, positive affirmations um, to myself, little pep talks, I call them pep talks. So you're good. You got this. You know, yeah. Just doing little things like that. I started to do that a lot. Um, and I still do that. You know, nothing's ever perfect. You know, I still have times where I'm like, get into a little bit of a, you know, negative rut or whatever. But it's, it's the, the, the thing with that is not staying in that for a long period of time. And how do you, you know, get yourself back out of it. And those yes. types of strategies that I'm talking about is kind of how I get myself out of those things. Um, and then also leaning on others, you know, yeah. you know, having that support around you that, you know, you can go to and that they're not going to judge you. Yeah. Um, and then not judging yourself too. You know, I've had lots of conversations with, um, some of the girls that I, you know, train and work with and coach and it's, you know, you're going to make mistakes and that's okay if yeah. you want to call it a mistake. Um, and that's okay. We're human. It's life. Things are going to happen, but it's how you respond to those mistakes and how you can move beyond them. So yeah. Not beating, not beating yourself up, you know, um, you know, I used to do it where, oh, I ate that one cookie. So now the yeah. whole day is sabotaged. I'm just going to eat everything in my cupboard. Um, right. But it's, it's yeah. past those little, those things. And then, yes. you, then you'll find if you can move past those little things, you start to, it starts to get easier to move past those bigger things too that might happen in your life or to respond or to work through it. 
Um, yes. So it seems like yeah. kind of silly little things sometimes when I think about it, like giving yourself a pep, pep talk, but <laughs> for me, no, it's really it, helped me. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it does. I, I find myself, I use, and I, I use this with my clients too, I use the word pause. I don't know if maybe you've heard me in the gym or something, but if, if I'm getting too much in my, my own head, I will tell myself pause. Like I will sometimes even say it out loud so that my mind actually hears the word. And it's like, wait, what do I have? What am I doing? And I sit there and I acknowledge what I'm feeling first off. I'm like, okay, what am I feeling? I acknowledge it. I allow my mind to feel my body because I am a person that I feel my body very much reacts to things. So I feel my body, like, what am I feeling? Am I getting sweaty? Am my hands getting sandy? Like, what am I feeling? And then I ask, like, is this a reaction or a response? what's happening because for sometimes my body will just react because it feels it needs to or it's responding in some sort of way that's trying to show me something and I'm like okay how am I going to move forward within this this movement and sometimes if it's just me being mean to myself I'm like hey I pause and hey don't do that or I say would you say that to someone else that you love and typically the answer is a no. So I'm like, yeah. well, don't do it to yourself then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, I want to talk about, um, like, the power of consistency because a lot of that, it, it, the word hasn't come up, but it seems like that is a very big, huge thing, a part of a journey. And why is that such a big thing for people to understand within their journey that they need to be consistent? Consistency, I, I, I think about consistency alongside results. So for me, that's when consistency comes up a lot. If you want to see results, then consistency needs to come in to that. Yeah. Um, so, you know... It's it's building in, you know. I I again, there's there's strategies for that, right? It's it's scheduling things in and, um, it's and finding that time for for you, um, yeah. you know, to have that time. Um, but yeah, like I I really do think that if you are consistent and you keep going and you keep pushing forward, then, you know, you will see those results that you, that you want. And I'm not talking about just weight loss. Yep. Um, I'm talking about, you know, getting stronger in body and mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, being more disciplined, like what we talked about already. Um, and of course, you know, those other results can come too, if that's what you're looking for the, with the weight loss and things like that. But um yeah, I just I, I I just really kind of associate consistency with results. Yeah. For me personally. But um and that's how I kind of usually talk about that. Yeah, I like it. No, it's it's true because I find the 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 real results, the long lasting results, they they are tied and tied with the consistency because we we see it all the time with coaches, we see it People see it just as individuals. They do something, they get a really quick result, and then unfortunately, 
it just backfires and everything that they just lost or whatever result they were going for, they got it and it's now like maybe even further back than where they started and we're like, oh no. And it's because they're just like, I got it, done, woo! Or yeah. it's like, because this told me to do this only for this, like these quick fixes and all of these crazy things where it's like, well, they only said I had to do it for this. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Got to keep going. Got to keep, keep going. going. Yep. Yes, yes. Yep. And that's the next they want you to keep doing it as you're doing it. Keep doing it. How, within your journey, you started to desire to become a coach. Where did this come along? Was it after you got a coach? Did you get a coach and then decide? Did you just do your own fitness journey and then say, hey, I want to be a coach? What brought you the desire to, to pivot to being on the opposite end of the journey? Well, I think just one thing was passion. Um, so I did have a passion to learn about it, you know, and so some people, um, they work out, they train, and that's fabulous, that's wonderful, but they're not necessarily there to learn, um, you know, about the actual, you know, ins and outs of it or, um, you know, working with others through it. They want to learn maybe just for themselves, but they're not necessarily interested in learning for to be able to share that with others. And I started to kind of have that passion where I was, I felt like I was really learning a lot, absorbing a lot. And I started to have a lot of people come to me too for like questions or advice or, um, you know, I'd be in the gym doing something and they would ask me, am I doing this right? And things like that. And I didn't even work there. I was just just there working out with them. And I'm like, well, I hope I'm showing you the right thing. But so I started to notice those things and um, just that passion in myself of wanting to learn and, and, and to be able to, to give that back too. Um, So, yeah, so I, I started to kind of make that, that transition. Um, of going from, you know, being um, alongside, and I, I feel like I still am alongside everybody, um, yep. but then also kind of having that coach um, mentality or that um, knowledgeable, you know, other somebody yep. that can, can kind of help to mentor or um, to learn, learn alongside with other people. And so, um, yeah, so I think that's kind of where it started to to go. Um, and then I just kind of slowly, slowly got into it. When lockdown happened, I was like, okay, um, you know, I, I have another career. I work in childcare. I'm a director of a, a childcare center, but our center was closed for quite a few months. And I was yep. like, okay, this is an opportunity to actually take the personal training course. So I started to look at that and then, you know, I, 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 I do think I um, am pretty good with kind of surrounding myself with people who are, you know, also passionate about these things. And so I started to spend more time with people that, you know, could um, guide me a little bit more and, and help me. And I have, you know, I have my own mentors too, that I go to um, and people that, you know, support me in it. And so um so yeah so it's just been this kind of slow transition um and 
Um, it's taken about a year or so, but I kind of, um, I'm happy with how I did it that way. Um, didn't yeah. jump into anything too quickly. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty happy where I am with it now. Um, and kind of the journey to that. Yeah. <laughs> really. It's, you, you have done, you have done phenomenal done and I, I wanted to talk about mentors and and to see if you really had anybody that you kind of looked up to as a mentor and, and how important was it for them to play a role in you becoming a, a, a coach. And then I want to talk about uh, your program that you've got going on that I know is really incredible for a lot of you know beginners to advance but i think it really tackles that anxiety part that you were talking about earlier and i want to dive into that but how important is it for mentors and do you have like who is yours you said you already have one who are your mentors and and what do they bring to you that really just helps you become a coach yourself like your own individual coach right well, I think being a coach um, also involves um, leadership skills and, yeah. you know, um, also sense of family, community. Um, and I think that um, I really lean on Ryan, um, yeah. those types of, of things, because I feel like he... Um, his leadership style just really speaks to me. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't even a question to, um, you know, want to work alongside him because I, I feel like he really focuses on the people. Yeah. Um, he really focuses on wanting what's best for the people. Yeah. Um, you know, building that community so people can feel comfortable, confident, um, and feel like family almost like, and so I've really gravitated to his, um, style of leadership and his mentorship. Yes. Um, I've learned a lot from, from him. Um, and so I would definitely pick him out as one of my mentors right now. Same, um, same. For sure. And then, um, I would also I would also mention um, Christine. She's just helped me a lot with understanding my body, um, uh, what I'm capable of, um, and so I do go to her quite often. Just in terms of um, you know what what my goals are for yeah. myself, um, but I I just <laughs> like I just love everybody at getting hands like <laughs> I, I so much I no, <laughs> but, I... and I, I think it's great because I feel like you know I I'm I'm naming Ryan and I'm naming Christine but I feel like the get enhanced community I could go to anybody yes. anyone yeah yourself Huda Mark um yeah. Marlon right and and yeah. I know that everybody would be there for me and and I just, I feel like we're one kind of big family. And um, so I think it's I great that we can all be kind of like 
maybe not mentors to each other, but we can be definitely supports to each other and we can all learn different things from each other. Yes, yes, yes. So you are like, well, we both hope uh, that in hand, um, but you have your own, your own thing, your own fear to be fierce branding you and this is you and a couple of other girls right but it's mainly like you and then you got support what led you to wanting to create this own community of yours and also you have this program where you bring ladies together it can be men too but it's mainly ladies correct um together in the gym and it's for six six weeks Mm-hmm. And it's not just they come to the gym and work out, but you do a lot of other stuff. One of my one of my uh, clients joined and loved it and loved everything that you did. Um, talk about that. Talk about why you wanted to build your own community because I know we have our community at Get Enhanced, and one of the reasons why we love Ryan is because he's like, "Yo, do your thing, create your own community too." We're just all intermingled. So. Yeah. How did how did you decide like all right I want to I want to really kind of lead my own path a little bit. Well, one of the quotes that I really love is if you want something, you have to build it. And so if there's something specific in your life that you're looking for or you're wanting or a type of community that you're wanting, you might not be able to find it, but you can build it. And yeah. so one thing I had talked to Ryan about in the early stages was um, wanting to provide a program that really um, supported this idea of confidence in the gym. Yeah. So, cause I know how hard it can be to step, make that first step into yeah. the gym. Right. And so I wanted to build a community where people could feel confident um, and it might be scary the first time, like when, when the first time we started the program, I had a lot of the ladies, you know, message me before and they're like, I'm terrified. Like, I'm so <laughs> yep. terrified to come. But they all knew me. We had already kind of started a trusting relationship. Um, a lot of them kind of had a friend that tagged along with them, which was great yeah. because then they had that little bit of comfort. Um, but it's, it's mainly that, yeah, that confidence, that, that little bit of a kickstart, that little bit of a push to, and so the program, um, is it, it is intended for all fitness levels. Um, it is a six week program at, at right now. Um, and so what we've been doing is kind of gradually building, um, the formats change a little bit. Um, it's getting confidence with using different styles of equipment, um, doing different types of movement and exercise. Um, We have some fun with it. We play some games. We play some crazy music. Um, But then we also think about goals. We think about what are our dreams? What are our plans? How are we going to do that? Um, So we've built in different things. um, And unfortunately, because of the lockdown, we had to put a little bit of a hold on it, but everybody's was super um, bummed about it. Yeah, um, everybody was having such a good time with it, but um, but also super pumped to get back to it. So everybody yeah. was like, can't wait till we reopen so we can. And so um, the intention is to finish off the six weeks, have a little bit of celebration at the end, 
um, we did it type thing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if they want to register for the next one, they can. If not, that's okay too. Um, and then just give them some information even just about, you know, get enhanced because some people, they just need that little bit of a push and then they're like, okay, maybe I'd like to be a member now. Um, yeah. you know, maybe I'd like to do more in the gym. So, yeah, so it's, um, like I said, it is, it's really just that little bit of confidence. Um, yeah. And then it, it's like that gradual process so that you can learn about what it's like to be there um, and to, to work out there. So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I like, I find that with, within that uh, little community that you build, um, like you said, they know you and then they kind of get to branch out and get to know that little community. And it's not only that they get to have trust within you because of your coaching. They, like you said, they get to start trusting themselves within how mm. they're moving. They're like, okay, I know I can move this way. I've done it. I've done it safely. And if I can't do it this way, then still do this. And that's, like you said, the confidence of doing it in front of others is huge, right? Slowly building into that, knowing that no one else is watching, or if they are, they're just cheering you on, they're excited exactly. for you. And I want to talk about that stuff because, it's, like you said, it leads into maybe wanting to kind of adventure out on their own, doing mm -hmm. it on their own, coming to a boot camp by themselves, maybe. So let's talk about building trust within you and then the journey and how do you know maybe when to not, I, I don't want, because you want to trust yourself in, in doing the right things, but sometimes you have to pivot. So how do you know when to have to know to pivot because maybe this, what you're doing is not working. So you need right. to trust yourself and pivot it. I don't know, like I, I've noticed lately with a few of my, even a few of the clients that I'm working with, they, they start saying things like, oh, I can do this easier now, or, oh, this weight doesn't feel as heavy as it did, or like yeah. things like that. So, so it's grabbing onto those things and taking notice of that. And sometimes you might yes. need somebody else to help you with that and be like, oh, you just said this. So that means we need to push a little bit harder or, um, you know, we need to take it up a little bit, not a, a, up a notch or up another level or, and so I think um, eventually you'll just kind of learn that on your own, but sometimes it might take that little push from somebody else first to, to notice those things um, in you. Um, but then too, like even like if you have these experiences, like coming to a, a boot camp or a free to be fierce workout, then you do start to note, recognize those things in yourself, and you can be like start to believe in yourself more and be like, okay, yeah, like I, I did that. Now I can push myself next time to do do it a little bit harder, or you know, um, you know, there might be modifications that you make, and then you start to realize, oh, I can do that. I don't need that modification anymore. So it's like noticing those things it's 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 again going back to that self-awareness too yeah um and having those people around you to, to push you yes to, yeah. to, to speak that in you right like hey i i've, I've noticed that those push-ups that you're doing off your knees have become really easy yeah so let's try it on your toes yeah or at least yeah. a couple of them and then go back to your knees but let's try at least the first half of it up on your toes yes yeah. Um, 
within everyone's journey, I know there's specific results maybe for a certain weight, a certain size, and clothing, whatever, but I feel that we all really just tend to want to be happy. Mm-hmm. We just want happiness. We want to feel some sort of fulfillment within ourselves, just a sense of happiness. As a coach, how do you allow your and it's very hard as a coach because you see it. We're always our coaches, and I've even done it myself. And I catch myself when I'm here, I'll be happy, or when I get there, that's when I'll really feel my happiness. How do you, as a coach, really hone in on your clients to be happy in the process that they're in now? Be happy with the body that they're in now. Be happy, kind of just as they're going along. I know it's not easy, and it's not always easy to be happy, but how do you help them, you know, be happy in the moment so that they realize that it's an inner thing, not just an outside destination of when I get something or when I get to. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was thinking about was this idea of like a destination seeker, right? It's like, I'll be happy when I get here or I'll be happy when I've reached that goal. But that's not always the case, unfortunately. Um, So it's, I think it's just, noticing some of those other gains that you're making like so say you're focused on you know you're really focused on weight loss and that's what your goal is and that's what you want but there's so many other wins that you have along the way that you really have to take notice of and celebrate and so that's what we do a lot we celebrate all those little wins and so it can be as simple as i you know i had a client the other day tell me it's easier for me to bend over and tie my shoes. Like that sounds kind of, you know, like it might sound small, but like that can be a huge thing. Right. And I remember that myself where I was like, Oh my God, I'm winded just tying my own shoe up. Like, come on, he's bad. Yep. So like things like that, like just celebrating those little wins. I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling more confident. Um, my booty's tightening up, you yes, know, <laughs> like, yes, yes. like there's all these mm-hmm. things, all these little, little wins. And it's just celebrating all those little wins and trying not to stay so focused on this huge goal that seems, you know, impossible to get to, but you will with all these little wins. If you just keep celebrating, you'll get there. You'll get the yeah. results that you're seeking. If you keep pushing forward, keep staying consistent and celebrating and rewarding yourself and maybe that's just by saying to yourself good job you did that or maybe it's buying yourself a new workout outfit or maybe whatever (laughs) yeah celebrate or you know it's just putting it out there into the community and being like I did this so like we have the free to be fierce community has a private Facebook page and we we celebrate little wins all the time on there and we celebrate the journey and we Sometimes we express our struggles um, and we support one another through those struggles. And so it's, yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm all about celebrating and, I, you know, being proud. Yes, I agree. I agree. I, I, I'm always about, I'm always about the small wins, especially with my clients, because we, we get, we will get into this self-sabotage if we're just waiting for that specific outcome to come because if we're just we're gonna just it's not here it's not here and then eventually we're just gonna get tired or we're just gonna be like it's not coming whatever and we just derail ourselves 
how it's important. Type of, oh, sorry. I was just going to oh, say it's a different type of mindset because I used to be in that mindset too, where it's like, I'm not going to be happy until I lose 30 pounds. Like yes. it, it's just, it's just, it's just a switch in mindset. Yes. I want to, I, I want to talk about, because I find for a lot of people when you start asking, like when you start talking about, you know, getting healthy, they either get like, ah, they don't know what to do, anxiety because they've never been to the gym, or maybe just working out, moving weight is not their thing. So I always like to incorporate play because I find play is huge and play just means just kind of moving your body, doing something to help ease your mind, de-stress yourself. Um, how do you bring play into your posting so that, you know, people are not taking themselves so serious, they're not, you know, beating themselves up all the time if maybe something doesn't, you know, hit the target right away. You know, there's like, okay, and, and rewarding themselves because I think play is a part of reward, like reward, right? You play, you reward yourself for play, so you get yourself a new outfit. But I also find even just nutrition for some people, I don't want to say like, like a cheat meal or whatever, just, you know, maybe eating, going out for ice cream. That's like their sense of play or their sense of reward. How do you help people bring in that so that, you know, they don't feel guilty? I try to bring a lot of laughter yes. into our, our sessions. Like we laugh, we have fun, we don't sweat the small stuff. You know, like I actually was joking with one of my clients the other day because <laughs> I, I swear I could have this like huge, hilarious blooper reel of <laughs> even myself or my clients when they're trying to get into an exercise maybe that they haven't done before. And it's like just... Yep really funny to watch them try to get into it right yep <laughs> so, so we just yeah we laugh we have fun we joke around we try not to take things too seriously um you know I check in with my clients and you know I try to joke around with them even then and just try to remember you know little things that they're trying to do you know and check in and be like hey did how did that go and um you know and and just like share funny stories with each other and um music music yeah. is a huge thing i always have music going um you know we always talk about dance parties we dance breaks or you know things yeah. like that music is huge um for joyfulness i i feel like yeah. Uh, yeah but i think just like humor and just not taking yourself too seriously like that's just kind of my main my main thing you know we're gonna get there still and and it's not that we don't want to take you know we don't want to take things seriously but I just I feel like sometimes you can take life too seriously and then you know you're you're missing the time the moments where you could be having fun and playing and you know joking around and laughing together and within the sense of play and you know building that trust comes times of struggle we all deal with that so how do you allow your your community to know that it's when it's those times that they're in that struggle or they're in that like oh my god do i do this or do i not that you really want them to be felt so these are the times i really want you to be felt because for me i'm always reminding my clients 
And so I, I want, if you are in that, especially in that decision making, I want you to text me because even if you, in your mind you made the decision that you shouldn't have made, you ate that ice cream after you told me that you didn't want to, you're still checking in. You're becoming accountable. You became aware. That's self-awareness. Okay, I knew I didn't want to. We can disguise that. We can break it down. Okay, so what's it? Why did you decide to go with it? Oh, well, I was with everybody else, so I just, I just decided to eat ice cream. Or I was really lonely. Okay, let's break that down. Right? Like, let's work within those, um, within those times. So how do you allow your people to know that it's like, okay, when you're in the defense and you're struggling, that's when I want you to reach out to me and the community. Not when you've already made it to shore and then say, hey, guys, I was struggling. Like, we want you to, like, reach yeah. out when you're drowning. <laughs> yeah, being a little more proactive. Yeah, I totally get that. I I think um, it's not only asking others to reach out to you or to myself, but to yeah. also kind of start to get to know people and when things might not seem right as well. So, like, yeah. I have, um, I know one of my clients, she'll get really quiet, um, and she's not normally quiet. And so it's like, okay, check in, see how her week's going, what's going on. And then she might open up, right? So yeah. I think it goes both ways um, because you're not always going to get those people that are really forthcoming um, yeah. that want to share that stuff. But then if you reach out to them, then they might be more willing to share that stuff. So um, yeah, like I definitely have people that are more like, you know, like, oh my God, this is going on and I'm struggling so hard. And then I'll have other people that just kind of get quiet and you're like, okay, maybe something's going on. And it could just end up being they've just been really busy at work or they, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, and that's fine. But but yeah, those little check-ins where it's like, okay, is everything good? Um, can be really, really helpful too in knowing how people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find that as a coach, it's very, it, it's very important to start to become aware of your client more than just like their movement with their exercises because yeah getting to know like they're coming in a lot, like really really stressed it's like okay maybe today is not a good day to really load you up with a lot of weight because we're going to load the body up with more stress how about let's just move some weight let's just get some energy going let's just get your body moving flowing, decrease the stress, relax your mind a little bit, and then, you know, we can always get back to your program, the heavy weight, when the next session comes, that it's that day, but I find that that's very important that we learn that and we ask, we check in, like, hey, how are you mentally? Did you sleep okay? Because we don't, you know, putting somebody that slept horribly, not moving properly under a bunch of weight, that's not good on us. Yeah. So maybe it's today we just kind of move weight and we sit pat and we talk more and we distress the body so that, you know, the results are actually going to come because our body's able to relax and be stressed and not just be built up in this survival mode of like <gasps> suffering and things like that. So yeah. I love I love that you brought that in, like checking in, but it's also, you know, as a coach it's important that we also become aware of those cues within our clients of like oh or even just like i like some people are opposite right they're quiet and then when they 
start talking or start, you know, filling up too much, you're like, they're trying to hide something. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to hide something. They're just all of a sudden just popping up out of nowhere. They're trying to, you know, derail me on what's actually happening. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah and a lot of people just reading the room almost, right? Like reading, yeah. read, like trying to, um, you know, really get to know people and like, you know, um, helping to understand. Yep. And I find that with that, it, it builds that trust with our clients, right? They're, they come in like, oh man, there's no, there's no fitting. I'm just going to know. Like I, I listen <laughs> really good. I like completely my whole composure, like. From the way I talk to the way I show up, she's gonna find out. Like she's gonna know something. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm also then, a mom, so. <laughs> yeah, yes, that is too. So you, you're even got more of awareness. You're like something's off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> um, I just, I have, I just have a couple more questions for you, but. Before I ask them, I do want to just say thank you so much again for joining me. Thank you for all of your value, your insights. I really enjoyed today's conversation, um, but I really want to say thank you for what you do. Uh, you really do make the world a better place, Jen, and being able to be alongside of you and just watch you from the beginning to now is just been phenomenal. I'm a huge, huge fan of you. Uh, I'm always cheering you on, and I really just think that, like, you are a life changer, and I don't even think you really realize how much of an impact that you actually do. So thank you for doing so what much. you do. <laughs> thank you so much. And and I, I always feel that love and support from you, and I so, so appreciate that, and I've learned a lot from you. Um, and just how you interact with people and how you see the world. And thank you for being that light <laughs> for people as well. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we can, you know, bring our light together and, you know, just shine it on others so that, you know, they feel confident enough to also shine their light bright. And I feel that you certainly do that as a coach. Where can my listeners find you? Like, where can they get a hold of you? Um, well, I have a very active Instagram page. So freedomfitco, um, freedomfit.co. Um, and um, I'm always posting on there just about my journey, about, um, you know, the people that I'm working with journey, um, little tips and tricks and you know mindfulness practices wellness um lots of things on there um sometimes it's just little quotes that really speak to me and other times i kind of go in a little bit deeper and talk about you know how I, things that have been helpful for me in accomplishing my goals and, and stuff like that so just really trying to share little tidbits that can maybe help others um, I also have a website, um, www.freedomfit.co is the website, um, and on there you can find out about personal training, you can find out about the Free to Be Fierce program, um, and then we also have a Free to Be Fierce um, Instagram as well, so it's just at Free to Be Fierce um, as well, so, and on there it just talks about um, 
you know, women supporting women, um, again, different quotes that can support wellness. Um, we have been highlighting, um, you were actually one of the highlights that we had on our Instagram page, um, just really highlighting people that, you know, um, want wellness for themselves and diff a variety of ways that, um, that we can incorporate that into our lives. So, yeah. Amazing. My final question for you is, what is your perspective on positivity? Positivity, that's a tricky one. <laughs> um, I find that that's a tricky one because I find that a lot of people think that um, if you're positive, you're positive all the time. Like you just, you, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, and that, you know, oh, that person's just positive and happy all the time. They never struggle. And so, um, and, and I don't think that that's true. I, I think it, I think, again, I think it goes back to a, a mindset, a way of being, um, a way of looking at life. Um, so it's, it's again, just like being able to get through the struggles and not stay in it, knowing that yeah. there is you know, a light on the other side, knowing that you're strong enough to get through it. Um, and also, I really, do, I, one thing I've learned a lot about is the people that you surround yourself with, because um, if you can surround yourself with people that have that same type of mindset, that they don't stay in those, you know, hard negative places, um, yeah you know, aren't constantly complaining, you know, um, and things like that, then um, you can kind of feel more positive in your life too um, when you have those types of people around you. So, um, so yeah, like obviously I, I try to stay positive. I try to stay optimistic. Um, you know, this lockdown I know has been really hard on a lot of people and you can get into that negative place, but it's like, okay, what are the things that I can do? What are the yeah. things that I can control? And, you know, how am I taking care of myself? Yeah. Um, so it's just, yeah, like asking those questions. Yes. I, I'm, I'm one of those people that, that have that, oh, she must always be happy. <laughs> She's mm -hmm. always positive. I'm one of those people. And it's, I, I and I'm okay with I'm okay with it for the most part because I do I I know myself and I know I have my people that I go to when um, I'm in my struggles and I find that it's it's a lot of my own doing because I I don't not that I don't show if I'm going through struggle it's just I know um, how to not really good at saying the words but like contentalize like I know how to if I'm coaching or I'm at the gym I it's not that I'm not going through a struggle it's just I know how to talk about it with the right people so that I'm dealing with it in the right ways I'm responding to it and I'm not reacting to it so that when I'm at the gym I can be my happy self I can be that coach that I know that the gym and the atmosphere desires and likes of me to show up and, and I can show up that way and it's not that I'm not saying that I'm not struggling it's just I I know when to work on that I know okay after right now bringing this forth while I'm teaching is not going to be any good to me 
for my client. I'm going to either react to them doing something, I'm going to become unaware of something, I might misjudge something. Safety is in place when we're coaching, right? So we have to be present. And so I've just learned to, to show up in that certain way. And so I know that people, that's all that they've ever seen. And it's just like, no, no, I know, I know, I know that there's others that know me and know when I'm in a hard time and know when I'm struggling. And I go to them and I just, that's when I, that's when I deal with it. And those are who I deal with it. I don't just let my everything happen. Just show to everybody. I don't gaslight everybody. You know what I mean? Everybody is my line of fire because I'm dealing with something. I go to my community that an awesome coach has put together that I know when I do say something or I do speak up of my struggle, people are going to respond with a positive outcome and not just like, oh my God, why is that person like that? Because they don't know what I'm dealing with. I'm just not walking around being rude or destructive because I'm dealing with something and nobody knows and they're just like, why is that person being like that, right? That comes back to we all don't know. Somebody's dealing with something, you always show up with kindness because you never know what someone's dealing with. Mm -hmm. But when we're always showing it and we don't know how to kind of, you know, tail it in and show it to the right people, it's hard for people not to be like, oh, that's a negative person. That's a really negative person, right? Like, holy, Mm -hmm. they they just let everything just explode on anybody because they're dealing with something. Mm-hmm. You've been around people like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Like, and and sometimes not... it's, sometimes it's, I think the, that it's, it's worth trying to seek to understand yeah. what's happening with that person. And other times it's maybe not. So yeah. it's trying to figure that out too, right? Like, yes. um, I don't want to say worth my time or whatever, but like, you know, is, does, is this a time when I should really seek to understand what's happening with this person? Yep. Or is this a time where that's it's not really healthy for me to to do that? Yeah, that is that's so important. I I uh, why I feel uh, for me I have certain people is because I know these people are able to hold the space for me, mm-hmm. right? I I need to know that when I'm going with somebody that going to somebody with something that might be heavy, I need to. One, be also aware of, are they able to hold the space for me that is needed? Because if not, maybe it's not the right time for me to go to that person. Maybe I should speak elsewhere because maybe they won't come to me with an understanding. They're like, whoa, they're bombarded. They're already dealing with too much. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, yeah, seeking to understand not only who you go to, but also how you respond to it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. can I handle that person? Can I? Not handle that person, but can I handle what they're trying to help, like give to me right now? Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay for people to be to, to say, you know, I really want to help you with this, but right now I can't. And I think we get so caught up in feeling like we have to help everybody, especially as helpers, which is like, oh my God, we have to feel like we have to help mm-hmm. everybody in every single area. That I've had to learn to be like, you know what? I really want to help you with this, but I can't right now. Like right now, just I'm just, I don't have the capacity to do that. And I think I will not do you service. And I don't, so then I don't think that's right for me to do, right? It's not going to be good for anybody. Yeah. And that's not something we talked a lot about today, but that idea of setting boundaries and, you know, 
and being okay with saying no sometimes if you have to because that's really important for wellness and mental health as well right so yeah not always be taking on too much or taking on other people's emotions or you know what there's you know not not that I'm not saying to not be there for people but you know like what can is healthy for you yeah um, yeah to take on and do you know if that person will be there for you if you're in the same situation like yeah. I know I have one friend who I can go to with anything and she would never she won't judge me you know and I'll do the same I will do the same for her and so do you know if that person is going to be there for you in that way yeah yeah the being able to say no is huge Mm -hmm. it's it's so important and to be able to say no without having to give a reason like having to feel like you have to back it up with something all the time evidence or proof that yeah Yeah. Just, just you know saying no and I think also um when you get around the right people in your life saying no becomes easier because they know that it's now a boundary and they're like okay they're doing it because it, they're either stepping outside of their boundaries or the boundaries been crossed they don't want to do it or maybe I'm crossing the boundaries so there's a respect thing right and I find when you are able to become aware of who you're surrounded with right like the group that uh, get enhanced our community if any of us coaches in a meeting were to say no to something, there would be no judgment. There would be mm-hmm. no, oh my, there would just be a speaking of understanding and respect. Okay. They don't, they're, they're saying no. Mm-hmm. That, that's that. You can understand why they're saying no. We're not pressuring them to say yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important is to just, yeah, being able to say nope. And that's that. Yeah. Yes. Well, Jen, thank you so very much for joining me. I could have kept talking with you on and on and on, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I want to respect your time. I'm sure we could always do a part two and dive into other certain topics, like boundaries, really dive into that and yeah. all of that fun stuff. But thank you so much. I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Oh man, I absolutely loved that conversation. Didn't you? Oh man, Jen is such a sweet lady with such a pure heart that is truly, truly making waves. And I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you guys did, please let us know by tagging us on the socials. It is at Freedom Fit Co. for Jen. On Instagram, it is Jen Sangster on Facebook. And for me, it is at Spark Plug Wellness on Instagram and Candace Axford on Facebook. Also, please rate and review the podcast. It truly does help get the value that Jen and all of my other guests have shared out to more listeners. And it lets me know I am on the right track to providing you with what you guys truly want to listen to. Thank you guys so much for taking the time 
to listen in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, please let us know. And it is now time to go out and do something positive and be positive.